I'm Bob Carswell, and I'd like to welcome you to this program, Shachlai. In Shachlai this time, in Shachlan Sean Shachlai. Rai Blina Vananen, Mananen's Choice of the Year, the island's highest cultural award. We join this year's presentation ceremony when the RBV award was bestowed on Peter Kelly, MBE, captain of the parish of Onken. We also hear from Peter Kelly, RBV himself. Mihauna dach blain, shenan tre ta kulchivan in korquirer sly, den mazer fair er lie, the podden, the gerden aunder blain oils and over gentasle kulchurnellion, and rai blina vananen. To dach pech ta korstiach en mazach, sajigemach nissen over kultur oil, rischt and pech shenner wekochonald. Mina nolik, Ta podden beg de vreunen les chachteren by cochlein chezer kulturol vanning, chit kujach de yen erna to e kuritstiach on, as eish ta brunus goller ginnawak. Mortenach de kajen ta or my kaur enna horer irudalai, ach erna brunen ten kurum dolly, de rai och fair er liejau. Ta enem a fair shen ter ve raich, rai blina vananen, Gull er fograch amach lorish kultivaning, Jerek Yauri. The Rai Blina Vananin, like the Mananin trophy before it, was the inspiration of Stephen Kendrick Quayle. The Rai Blina Vananin for 2021 was announced by Kultivanin in January. Because of the circumstances, the award ceremony, which usually follows shortly after, had to be delayed a little, but were able to join it in this edition of Shachlay, as it was presented last Thursday to Peter Kelly, RBV, MBE, CP, in the presence of His Excellency the Lieutenant Governor, family, friends and representatives of the many organisations with which Peter is involved. We hear the Chair of Culture Vanning, Chris Thomas, MHK, and the Vice-Chair, Marlin Masker, MLC, as well as from Peter Corey on behalf of the Bailey Scott-designed Onken Parish Hall, to which Peter Kelly directed a donation of £500 from Culture Vanning, and, of course, briefly hear from Peter Kelly himself, but we'll hear more from him afterwards. Excellency, honoured guests, we are delighted to welcome you all here today to this beautiful Bailey Scott Hall to celebrate the remarkable lifelong contribution of architectural historian Mr Peter Kelly. Buildings like this one, the Village Hall here in Onken, are precious. They represent beautiful design that brightens our daily lives. Well thought out spaces that we always imagine will be here that bring us together as communities. But these spaces do not survive the changing town and landscapes around us without people to champion them. There is perhaps no more fitting place to be than this special hall when we recognise the work of a tireless champion of the historic built environment in the Isle of Man. I'm going to waltz you through Peter's contribution to Manx cultural heritage, a contribution which has lasted for six decades and which will no doubt last for many years to come. Many of you will be familiar with some aspects and surprised by others, I should think, and I will not have nearly enough time to touch on everything 
he has achieved. Peter, if I might be so bold, is recognised far and wide for his research, writing and casework for the Isle of Man Victorian Society, for his support for the protection and preservation of the architectural heritage of the island, and for his entertaining and knowledgeable talks. Peter is someone you can turn to if you want to find out more. He is generous with his time and expertise to the great benefit of this island. In fact, it is the Victorian Society dimension to Peter's achievements which provided the opportunity for me to meet him two decades ago to discuss sources and evidence in respect of the house which we made our home back then. The nomination for Peter noted two milestones in 2020. It was 60 years since an exhibition of Edwardian postcards at the Manx Museum coaxed him into the library where he has researched Manx buildings ever since. And it was 40 years since he penned the first newsletter for the Isle of Man Victorian Society, which he continues to this day. A remarkable contribution and so much of that given on a voluntary basis. Spreading the word, no matter who the audience, has always been central to his work. Peter has taught formal classes, given lectures and guided tours, written booklets and newspaper articles, produced broadcasts for Manx Radio and has been invited to appear on international radio and television programmes that promote the Isle of Man and our cultural heritage. You will know him as the founding chairman of the Isle of Man Victorian Society, former president of the World Manx Association, one-time presenter of Kelly's Eye on Manx Radio, columnist in the Isle of Man Examiner as a member of the Alliance for Building Conservation, and the list goes on and on. He has been, and in most cases still is, a member of the Isle of Man Natural History and Antiquarian Society, the Manx Conservation Council, and the Friends of the Manx Museum. He is a past chairman and president of the Society for the Preservation of the Manx Countryside, and currently acts as their advisor. He was a founder member of the Friends of Onkens Heritage and has been its conservation officer for 30 years. From 1987 until 2002, Peter was a Timwald appointed member of the Advisory Council on Planning and the Environment, which involved writing up to 1,000 letters per year on planning applications, as well as attending reviews and appeals. Tremendous dedication. Peter has a close association to the organisation that I chair too. He was appointed Secretary of the Manx Heritage Foundation in 1985 and Coordinator for the Manx Heritage Year, which took place in 1986. Out of this came so many of the amazing heritage trusts which we value today. Peter later became Honorary Heritage Consultant to the Board until his retirement from the Foundation after 20 years of continuous service. Without Peter's lifelong dedication to the island's cultural heritage, it is fair to say that much would have been lost, both in terms of knowledge and buildings. He was awarded the MBE in 1998, made captain of the parish of Onken in 2011, and now, in 2021, he is Mananan's Choice of the Year. And I'm honoured to be able to award the RBV for 2021 to... Peter Kelly, congratulations.
It's a great privilege to be here today and witness this very important award to Peter and his generosity doesn't surprise me in terms of this very important building. Um, Bailey Scott designed this, uh, in, I think it was 1897, 98 that it was built and as a result of a very visionary uh, design competition held by Onken commissioners. Um, I think we need a little bit more of that creative vision today and uh, so it was really apt that uh, Peter chose this, Bailey Scott being really close to his heart and so having nominated the Village Hall as the recipient of the very generous award from Peter, I'd like to invite Mr Peter Corey up to receive the cheque. First of all, I'd like to say a really big thank you to Culture Bannon for this cheque, which has come at such an opportune moment for the hall as our finances are at a bit of a low ebb after the two lockdowns that we've had. This will really help us through the crisis. However, I would also like to say a huge thank you to Peter as well, on behalf of the Hall Management Committee and Trustees, for nominating us as recipients for £500. After a period of more than 15 years, the full refurbishment of the hall has only recently been completed. This involves several major works um, of repairs, as well as various works to bring our overall facilities up to more modern standards. My close involvement with Peter goes back to 2011, just after I retired, when we were still faced with a derelict lower hall and grounds and a building that still needed a lot of TLC. Whilst thanks must go to everyone who has helped with the numerous fundraising events that have taken place here in the hall over many years, and to all the charitable organisations that have given us financial support, including the great boost that we got from the Manx Lottery Trust, I know for sure that we would not have been able to complete the refurbishment if it wasn't for Peter. His guidance and expertise, as well as, in, as his negotiation skills with the different tradespeople who helped us with the work, always ensuring that we got the very best deal for all the jobs that needed doing, has been in totally and absolutely invaluable. He was hands-on with a number of jobs including being at the top of a scaffolding tower which we erected here in the main hall. And I will never forget seeing him disappearing up into the cupola, helping to repair the woodwork and make it more waterproof. He acted as our informal clerk of works through the renovation of the lower hall, and his dry sense of humour was also lightened up every meeting that he has attended. Anyway, we couldn't have done it without you, Peter. So, congratulations on the award. This is a little bit like the Oscars, really, isn't it? <laughs> Except unlike the Oscars, well, we'd have to call him Jew and we can't call him Oscar. I'm not going to sort of brandish it because it weighs a ton. I'd like to start by saying thank you to the person who nominated me, who wishes to remain anonymous, which is fine, but thank you. Thank you to the assessing panel who selected me. 
It's very kind of you. The only thing that worried me was when I was told it was a lifetime achievement, and I thought, have they been talking to my doctor? <laughs> Thank you also to Brisha, who produced a most marvelous press release, oh, full of detail. Um, I'm so, sorely tempted to call it my obituary, but um, anyway, she did that, although the newspaper decided to change bits, and so instead of my 60 years of research at the museum, they reduced it to 50. Um, I'm not bothered, but if that member of the press can find any other way of giving me 10 years of my life back, <laughs> I'd be very grateful. Now, when I went into the museum 61 years ago now and started to research, I copied things into a notebook, and there it is from 60 years ago. Um, all sorts of things uh, written. Little, there's a sketch of um, a cottage, the Shannon Ray, and it says at the bottom of the page, for better sketch, see homework book. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't have the homework book uh, anymore. Um, now, the late... He was known both as Stephen and he was known as Ken um, Quayle, who came up with the idea of this was to replace the Mananin Trophy, which unfortunately was put into the hands of the museum by the late Deemster Eason for safekeeping, and they acquisitioned it so they could never get it back as it happened. So hence uh, this was produced. And Stephen Quayle was very keen that the announcement of Mananin's Choice of the Year was announced at the beginning of January, so it became like the Manx New Year's Honour. And I'm very pleased uh, that Brescia did that this year and actually referred to it as the Manx New Year's Honour. Now, the, the title of it has always been a problem. When I was involved, we used to call it the Ray Blaney Vananen, and, and there are different ways of pronouncing it. But what I discovered when people were sending me emails and cards of congratulations, that there was an Anglo-Manx version. I don't mean the Anglo was Mananin's choice of the year, but two people in congratulating me said congratulations on winning, wait for words, the Ribena Award. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm afraid, uh, well, I could become purple-faced if I did that, I suppose. <laughs> um, what was interesting, uh, Richard was very good. I, I don't do Facebook, many of you may do, but I don't. And she sent me a link so I could see the Facebook comments. And uh, I've written it down here. Uh, 526 likes, 113 comments, 36 shares, which in turn then had several other people. And what really amazed me is how 700 people have got the time to sit down going on Facebook <laughs> and, and pressing buttons. Um, I'd also like to thank those who have sent cards uh, emails and letters of congratulations. Uh, I'd like to thank those who have come. Now there are some here in, in official positions. Thank you for coming. Thanks again to Culture Manon. Thanks for everyone for your support. And uh, please, Isle of Man newspapers, give me another 10 years. <laughs> thank you. We've seen an illustration today of how entertaining Peter is in sharing his knowledge and his humour and bringing alive so much of our Manx culture and heritage and being so generous in sharing it. Um, Peter and I go back quite a while. Um, I think 
Conservation-wise, I think it was early 90s when I became conservation officer, and so often I'd go to the Max Museum and the person who'd had a certain document out just before me was Peter Kelly. It's testament to Peter's hard work that so much of our built heritage still is here to witness um, our, our efforts today. And so, really, all that remains for me to do is on behalf of everybody in our community, in our Manx nation, who has an interest and a passion for our built heritage, to say thank you to Peter for everything he's done, and hopefully he will carry on. This is not, we don't know anything more than you do. Um, <laughs> but um, I'd like you to just step forward as I, I have a certificate um, designed by our artist, Julia Ashby Smythe something you can put in a frame on your wall with all your many other awards, the Ravina Bananan. Part of this year's ceremony to present the Raiblina Bananan to Peter Kelly. I had the opportunity to talk with Peter and started by asking him about the Onken Parish or Onken Village Hall to which Peter had asked the donation of £500 to be made by Culture Vanin. background to this building is in Onken they didn't have a hall where people could meet when they had a lecture, when the commissioners came along uh, and any elections took place in Onken school, the old Onken school where they had to slide back the petitions to make it a big enough room. So it was decided in Onken um, to raise money to put up a public hall that would have two purposes, one to be a public hall and secondly to be the Sunday school for St Peter's and so a local builder came up with a sketch for a hall which the committee which I think was the captain of the parish and the vicar um, and a couple of others oh no we don't like that and then somebody said well there's this young architect called Bailey Scott why don't you ask him and he came up with something which was so unusual I mean can you imagine today somebody turning up with the equivalent of the shard or something in London and saying well here's my scheme but they said yeah that's great and of course what it provided was the large public hall on the ground floor and underneath was used partially uh, for the Sunday school but they used the big hall as well because there were so many children but the hall underneath was used by the men of the village where they could come and smoke and read newspapers and get away from the wife and play skittles and, and so on so it became an important feature of the village and also of course used for elections but the thing is um, it has survived all this time. There have been some alterations uh, as time has gone on more recently there have been more sympathetic alterations than perhaps there was in the 70s but yes it is important uh, the connection I suppose with the award is the fact that having been told um, Culture Vannon will give a cheque for £500 to um, a charity to a body to a group of my choice well then I chose this which I still call the village hall rather than parish hall and, and so it's going towards future maintenance. And in telling us about the background of it, you've discussed the history and you've touched on architecture as well. Now these are two threads which are, are very strong in your own life. 
What was it that brought you to those two particular pursuits? Well, an interest in Manx history came at the age of nine, uh, when in Miss Pedder's class at Onkin School, we were each issued with a CWN History oh, yes. of the Isle of Man, yeah, the, the orange-coloured one. The orange the uh, yeah, red. the red one came a lot later. Mm. And we, we never dealt with it. We never had any lessons, but this book was in our desk. And so I used to look at the pictures uh, a lot. And my father had a copy of Dusty Miller's It's a Fact, which again, mm. I would go through reading the pictures. And on one occasion, uh, we had a Sunday school picnic uh, from St Anthony's in Onken and all the lads were sort of standing around the back of the coach driver as he drove, couldn't do that these days. And, and he would ask questions and, okay, people would guess the answers, I would say what I thought. And he turned to me and said, you seem to know a lot. And you know, I thought, great, something of which I'm good at. Um, so that was the history element. Uh, and then the architecture element came when I was 12 uh, you're allowed to go in the Manx Museum then, unaccompanied children over 12. And I went to see an exhibition uh, of old postcards of the Isle of Man, and then went through the door adjoining, this was down on the lower level, which took me into the library. Not a soul there, just the librarian working away in his office. And there were these books, I picked one out, turned out to be a directory, and there was a section on Onken. I thought, oh, right, started to look through it. Oh, that building's still there, that building's still there. So that gave me an interest in buildings. And then at the high school, when I came to GCE, I managed to persuade the head to let me drop Latin, which I was terrible at, and take art instead, which was unheard of for somebody from the top stream to do art. But the art GCE included the history of architecture. Mm. So the master then, Ron Brown, was give you um, roneoed notes each week and you'd write them up in your book. And uh, he left after a term, but I'd taken an interest in it, so I was the only pupil in the school to take it and I self-taught for two years. Mm. So that gave me a greater interest. But then the history and the architecture came together. And they certainly have done subsequently with your uh, role with the Victorian Society and others, many other societies in the island. Uh, uh, yes, and um, I notice in the press release from Culture Bannon um, that there's 60 years of researching at the museum, uh, which it was at the end of last year, and uh, not only was it research, but it was actually sharing uh, the fruits of my research with other people, which I've done through newspaper articles, Kelly's Eye on the radio, and, and so on. And I'm happy to do it, uh, because it spreads the word, and hopefully when I'm gone, someone will remember some of it. Mm. And part of that dissemination of the information you found is through your magic lantern show, very literally a magic lantern show. Uh, it, it is. Um, I try not to give many these days because uh, carrying a box of glass slides, <laughs> if you drop it, they're gone. Mm. Uh, and also I've had to have the magic lantern mirror re-mirrored once and... Um, I'm sorely tempted now to do what Jack Hacken did and have all the slides digitised and it'll make life a lot easier. Mm. Well, Molia Sawyer, congratulations, many congratulations on the award of the RBV. Thank you very much.
Peter Kelly, MBE, CP, and now RBV. Rai Blina Veranim. Molia Solia Dessen. Ach, the Shen Korleshen Gus Jera Shachlai and Shachtan Shaw. And there we come to the end of Shachlai this time. So, from me, Bob Coswell, Masol Wompin, Robert de Karslach, Sledniu. Thank you.